bumper time. This is It's an Adventure <laughs> with Daniel and Victor. Um, my name is Victor, and my partner's name is Daniel. Uh, this week we do... Uh, <laughs> what do we do? Uh, crazy drug, crazy rock star drug stories. Crazy rich drug stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I had my wisdom tooth pulled out, which is why this is more of a mellow episode. We also read another conspiracy theory at the end, and we get pretty controversial. Whoa. So, like, listen to us on wherever <laughs> wherever you get your podcast, I guess, right? Is that, like, Spotify and Stitcher yeah. and iTunes? We're on iTunes yeah. now? Yeah. So, and then other places like Breaker and Google Podcasts, you, we, we're there, too. Yeah. I fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> You got a very uh, visible ouchie on your face. It was a two-hour operation did for one tooth. Damn. Yeah. Did you only have one wisdom? Tooth? Yeah, because, like, it was... Um, what is, like, last year I got three wisdom teeth taken out. Gotcha. And the doctor looked at the fourth one and was like, That's, we can't do that today. And I thought... Like, we just went a little bit over, and he didn't want to deal with it. But yeah. no, after, what when I go on Wednesday, I was there for two hours, and, like, an hour and a half of that was just him Damn. doing it. Because it was, like, ingrown, yeah, and bone was growing over it. Oh. So we had to, like, drill and, like... Because instead of going straight down, it was going at an angle. Yeah. So he couldn't just pop it out like that yeah he'd like have to maneuver it yeah just right yeah did it did you feel all that did they put you under uh they minimal anesthesia or uh no anesthesia they got um just numb one completely i couldn't feel your your bottom lip like worse worse than when you stand like sit on your hand oh and then um you can't feel anything. You yeah, know that yeah. feeling? Yeah. Well, you sit on your hand and then you jerk off. Yeah. Like, um, it's, uh, it's worth, it was like 100%. I couldn't feel anything. Damn. Yeah. My, um, I don't, I still have my wisdom teeth, mm-hmm. but they all fit in my mouth. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for, uh, for an orthodontist to go or dentist to go in there and take them out. Mm-hmm. The both of my siblings had to get their wisdom teeth out. My brother got his two wisdom teeth out, and they actually fucked up his nerve while they were oh, there. Seriously? He got nerve damage, and he couldn't feel his bottom lip for six months. Yeah, no, I can, I can feel mine. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's still. I just took a a pain pill right now, so it's so. Like, ooh, so you yeah. are you loopy? It's eight hundred milligrams of ibuprofen. I gotta say this, man. When you told me earlier this week, if you if I wanted to record the podcast earlier yeah. this week because you were going to get your wisdom teeth out, yeah, uh, you gave me the options of doing it uh, before you got them out, yeah, and after, and I said we're doing this after, yeah, because I want 
loopy Victor. Yeah. I was I was expecting to co- I was gonna come here and expecting to see like you like David at the dentist. Yeah, yeah, sort of, yeah. But I'm very disappointed to find you really, really lucid. Um, something that well, well some people know is that I got addicted to pain pills this past spring semester. No, you didn't. Like I wasn't. I wasn't like itching or anything. Yeah, yeah. But I uh, fucked up my wrist a little bit. Yeah. And instead of giving me stretches, like the second time I went to the doctor, they gave me stretches that actually helped it. Yeah. The first time they just pumped me with like three pain pills a day. And um, when I stopped taking them, I would get these massive headaches. No way. That I couldn't like walk. So I just took them a little bit more. And then when I started weaning myself off of it, I like started craving it. And then I'm like, oh, that's what addiction is like. I did not know this. Yeah. I didn't know this at all. It was like, it was just a small case of carpal tunnel that yeah. was fixed. Like now, I if you ever catch me like making a fist or doing that, it's just me making sure my wrist is like still stretched and nimble. Yeah. But um, no, doctors just gave me pills and we should be worried about weed (laughs) i did not this is i'm glad that you're you're well now yeah and it's not a problem anymore that was like a month and a half process yeah damn the the crisis is real yeah like seriously it was it was bad i'm I'm glad you're okay yeah Um, thank you yeah speaking of (laughs) uh, speaking of drugs hard drugs all that um, you asked me to moderate this podcast. Yeah, because like the past, I went and did my radio show yesterday, yeah. and halfway through I was not feeling good. Yeah, I should not have driven. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, since then, all I've been able to do is watch TV, basically. Well, that's what you should be doing because you 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 had like a sur- minor surgery. Yeah, you should be recovering. It was like a minor surgery, but a major surgery for a tooth extraction. Yeah, you know, it was not an easy thing. Yeah. Um, and like also because I'm trying to get the swelling down. Yeah, it's a little bit down from yesterday. It's like 20 minutes of ice pack on, 20 minutes off, and I can't do anything. Yeah, except like maybe be on my phone. Yeah, but that's it. You know. Gotcha. So that's uh, it's a damn shame, dude. I'm having a little shindig earlier, earlier to I mean earlier, earlier later tonight. tonight. You had it yeah, this had morning. It. I had it this morning, and you can't go because they took a they took a tooth out of your face. Yeah, like, yeah. It's all right, dude. You can ice it up over at my house or where it's happening. It's just 15 minutes away. Yeah, I know it's not that far. Like, I'll see how I feel. Because yeah. <laughs> like someone invited me. Um, Last night, like, you want to go see a movie at 10.45? I'm like... Nah, <laughs> bro. Nah. Because, like, when... Oh, I can start... I can start opening my mouth a little bit more. Yeah. Like, the pain pill, I've gotten it towards, like... Where is it? 40 minutes? Yeah, that's when... In an hour-ish, that's when I'm going to get tired. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got this locked down, dude. <laughs> Addictions, like, addiction teaches you... <laughs> <laughs> what drugs do what to your body, you know? Yeah. Damn, um, dude. All right. Let's uh let's get into this, right? Yeah. You know, you know uh, a certain group of people a, su- a certain group of people that would know a lot about addiction? Rock stars. 
I was gonna say, yeah, rock like stars, Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix, they were all popping pills and smoking and whatnot. Yeah. So I got a few uh, crazy rock star drug stories. Okay. Uh, stories where um, rock stars took something, mm-hmm. took a lot of things maybe, and just sort of went haywire. And um, <laughs> some of these are well known. Some of them are a little under the radar. Did they die or? Uh, no. Well, some of these people are dead. <laughs> I know, like. I'm picturing some of the people you're about to say, and I know they eventually died. They eventually died. Yeah. So some of them from drug use, but uh, no, these these stories do not lead to their death. Real, for real, those who are no longer alive. Real quick, <laughs> did you ever watch Marin? No, uh, Mark Marin. Mark Marin, I I've seen now. In like season one, he uh, he's helping Danny Trejo, like you know, quote unquote, like yeah. Danny Trejo, the um, get over a drug addiction. Yeah. And Marin's like, yeah, man, I was at a party and I took way too much cocaine and I could feel my heart pounding. Yeah. So I just jerked off a lot and then I was okay. <laughs> Thank God that jerking off saved my life. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's what you got to do if you ever are on cocaine. Yeah. Or any, f- if you feel like anything that's going to make your heart explode, jerk off. Or like I saw on Twitter before any big life decision, go ahead and jerk, jerk off. off. Yeah. Because that's basically... It clears your head. An orgasm is basically like a, your your body exercising. It, yeah. It flushes out like the neurons yeah. and stuff. And you honestly... Stress think relief. With, yeah, it's like a clear head afterwards. Yeah. You know, so I recommend that to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get, uh, let's get into this one right here. Uh, first story. John Lennon got high and told the Beatles he was Jesus Christ. Have you heard of this? I know he said the Beatles are bigger than Jesus. Yes. Because people went to the concert instead of church that day. Yeah. But this is, he's like, nah. This is this is, was an isolated incident <laughs> where he <laughs> got really baked, and <laughs> then he gathered the Beatles around George, Paul, Ringo, and he admitted <laughs> that he was that Jesus Christ. That he's Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one day in 1968, John Lennon, high out of his mind on LSD, called an emergency meeting of the Beatles. <laughs> he, he seemed so worked up about it that the band was sure it was a crisis. They rushed over as soon as they could, and first thing the next morning... Uh, oh, wait, sorry. They rushed over as soon as they could, first thing the next morning, gathered together in Apple Records' boardroom. I've got something very important to tell you, John Lennon announced, standing before his bandmates in the boardroom. I am Jesus Christ. I have come back again. This is my thing. Why is that... An emergency. I don't know. <laughs> he was high on LSD. Man, when you're on acid, anything can be an emergency. Oh, was so was it was it LSD? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> if you're Jesus Christ now, you're gonna be Jesus Christ tomorrow. Yeah. Like during a regular hour. <laughs> I guess at that moment he felt like really responsible. He's like, oh man, oh, okay. I, I, I gotta tell people. I gotta, I gotta tell people. I gotta yeah. do something. <laughs> <laughs> The band was barely even surprised. The only response came from Ringo, who just sighed and said, Right, meeting adjourned. Let's go have some lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ringo a lot. I like Ringo a yeah. lot, too, yeah. I imagine this is just something that Lennon just did. Yeah. He would probably drop acid and be like, I'm Mighty Mouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Martin Luther King <laughs> Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Lennon went with them. But he didn't give up on his vision. <laughs> While they were out eating, a fan came over and gushed over them, amazed that he was meeting John Lennon in person. Actually, Lennon corrected him, I'm Jesus Christ. <laughs> I still liked your last record, the fan said. 
He might have been high, but Lennon was more productive than ever. He had to be, he believed. Wait, so he didn't think he's no longer John Lennon. He's Jesus Christ. He's, okay, so it's like if, if like, I'm Jesus, Yeah. Victor Wright is not in the picture anymore. I I'm guess, just Jesus. Yeah. Okay, because it's one thing like, hey, I love your album, you're John Lennon. And he's like, I'm the Messiah. But <laughs> he's like, nah, you have me mistaken for someone else. <laughs> I think that's what happened. I think as soon as he realized he was Jesus Christ, John Lennon became void. Okay, yeah. Yeah. He went into the, uh, where it was in Get Out? The, uh, the Upside Down? The, no, no, no. The, God, that's that's uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, uh, I keep wanting to say the Get Down, which is not, <laughs> that's not <laughs> what Get Out is about. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. Dark Place or something? Yeah, the Sunken Place. Sunken Place. Yeah, he yeah. went to the Sunken Place. Uh, what did he say? He had to be, he he believed. He told one friend, they're going to kill me, you know, but <laughs> I've got at least four years to go, so I've got to do stuff. That night, he called up an artist he'd just met named Yoko Ono and invited her over. The two spent the night together, falling in love, and recording their first album, Two Virgins. I think after that night, they were not two virgins. Yeah. yeah. I don't think John Lennon was a virgin. Oh, yeah, he had a kid before he met Yoko Ono. Because you know, like, when you're in a boy band, you're getting all kinds of tail, Yeah, you know? all bunch of... all kinds of pussy yeah. and taint if you want you can even taint. even if you have that fucking uh purity ring or whatever yeah, that's all man. bullshit it's all know? bullshit like that's all no all those rock stars that's just to get money to really. get money yeah. you know and then they say like oh do you have a girlfriend yeah oh, no i don't and then all of the the girls are all like oh i want to be your girlfriend yeah but the yeah. guy's actually like fucking like five chicks five chicks yeah. sometimes all at the same time <laughs> you know um, fucking, did you see that article that Paul McCartney recently released? Yes. Saying John Lennon and I, or the Beatles, whatever. It was him, John Lennon, and three of their friends. They all... Masturbated together. Yes. And I really like Paul McCartney's <laughs> comment underneath. It was like, it's a little raunchy if you think of it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, masturbating. Yeah. I mean, even saying that you're masturbating is a little raunchy. Yeah, it is. Doing it with five people. <laughs> it makes me rethink some of their songs. Like I yeah. like like I get I get Which with, ones? A, with a little help of my friends. Yeah. You know, that's a good one. Come together. <laughs> come Norwegian together. Wood. Uh a hard day's night. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking um and then I think Kevin Abstract from Br- uh Brockhampton. Yeah. In the com one of the comments. He wrote, the Beatles were Brockhampton before <laughs> Brockhampton. <laughs> I imagine all those people in Brockhampton <laughs> jerk off to <laughs> a big old circle jerk. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. great. Uh, more people should jerk off together. Friends, everybody. Is this the jerking off? Because we talked about jerking off earlier in the podcast. Yeah. Like, this is the jerk off episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that picture I sent you. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the worst picture of that me. That might be, yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious, though. I'm not good at pictures, but that's, like, horrible. Yeah. It was yeah. great, dude. It's a work okay. of art, yeah. man. Your face is a work of art. You should be proud. Uh, let's go. Uh, how about this? Scientists study Ozzy Osbourne's body to see how he is still alive. 
Uh, Ozzy Osbourne has done so many drugs that scientists have looked at his DNA to figure out how he could have survived taking so much cocaine. <laughs> Even Ozzy himself has admitted that, by all logic, he should be dead, <laughs> saying there really, there really no plausible, plausible medical reason why I should still be alive. His DNA, the scientists said, had several hundred thousand variants that have never been seen by scientists, and that they were pretty sure were keeping him alive. One of these variants is Neanderthal genes, <laughs> making Ozzy one of the few people alive with Neanderthal <laughs> in his blood. What the fuck? This reminds me, you ever see those Morrowind videos where they take a bunch of like jet or skooma? Yeah. And then they just run across. <laughs> <laughs> Who sells it? the Khajiits, right? It's they, the Khajiits. So like, it's always a Khajiit taking yeah. it and then they like sprint across. <laughs> <laughs> I like how in uh, the the Elder Scrolls games, yeah. the cats are the junkies. Yeah, like they're yeah. known for being the the junkies. I uh, for Skyrim, I I was a Khajiit. I That's played a Khajiit named Snowball. I played a Khajiit called um uh f- furry bastard. Okay, <laughs> that's what I named my guy. Yeah, and uh, ev- sometimes when you run into people, they're racist yeah. and they're all like, "Get away from me, milk drinker! Yeah, go do your skooma." In <laughs> in Skyrim, I would do like a hundred hour playthrough of just stealing fish from the local marketplace <laughs> and then sleeping all day. <laughs> That's how I played Skyrim as my cat named Snowball. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, God. That's the way to play Skyrim, dude. Yeah. Immerse it yourself. Really is like, fuck the whole Dragonborn quest. Yeah. You got to make your own. They kind of forced that story. A little bit. You know? Yeah. That's why I prefer New Vegas. Uh, All right. Uh, So Ozzy Osbourne has Neanderthal blood in him. Uh, It's let him live an impossible, almost impossible life. For two straight years in the 70s, Ozzy took acid every day. And he's done enough (laughs) drugs to make Motley Crue uncomfortable. Nikki Six has told a story about going on tour with Ozzy. The group was doing cocaine at a hotel pool when Nikki announced that they'd snort the entire stash. With the cocaine gone, Ozzy grabbed a straw and snorted up a line of ants. <laughs> when asked, Ozzy didn't deny Nikki's story. He just said, I don't remember the shows, to be honest with you. I think that's a... a you I know, like that. You know Raph uh, DeCamargo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he I think he's got a similar thing. I think like he's talked to me about this, but he he feels like he has a superpower. Oh. Where he's uh super tolerant to all drugs. Okay. That uh, like that is one, you know. Yeah. Like he says like um Raf has said that he's for sure taken over 600 hits of acid. Okay. And uh <laughs> 600 hits of acid is supposed to render you senile yeah after a while and he's fine he's perfectly fine so i guess like he has the thing that ozzy has where it's he's probably got some neanderthal blood in him that's keeping him alive and going do, do we want to like say his name and how much drugs he's taken Raph? like in a public oh space? no yeah i was on a, i was on a podcast with him where he repeated the same information oh, okay okay it's it's coming out in a couple of weeks i he, just he doesn't have any on him yeah no i know i'm just saying like I don't know, like if he wants to get a job or something. Oh, Raph? Yeah. No, he's fine. Okay, I'm just making sure. It, it, he's the one that said it, too, on the other podcast okay. I was on. With this yeah, no, I was just... No, he's good. I'm a little tired. It's fine, dude. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, no, So, Ozzy Osbourne should be dead, by all accounts? Yeah. That's interesting to me. He should be. <laughs> 
He's done crazy things, dude. Bit the head, bit the head off a bat. I think that's what he did. Yeah, he or did. Was it, it was a, a bat. It was no, a bat. it was a bat. It was a bat. I liked the uh, the South Park where Ozzy Osbourne is like playing for whatever for whatever reason. I don't remember why, but he picks up Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> and bites the head off of Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's how Kenny dies for the episode. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Jimi Hendrix was so stoned, he didn't know he got kidnapped. Oh. Yeah. You got to be really <laughs> stoned got, to know that. He got kidnapped? Yeah, he did, but he didn't know. Wow. Uh, few people did as many drugs as Jimi Hendrix. His life was full of moments that never would have happened sober. He never would have become a musician without them. Because he was a star, J- Hendrix was in the military. He got kicked out, though, partly because of drugs. <laughs> His commanding officer caught him in the latrine, smoking pot and masturbating on duty. <laughs> Uh, after living the ar- after l- leaving the army, <laughs> Hendrix became a rock star, and his drug addictions got bigger. At one point in the late 1960s, that drug problem got him kidnapped. He was walking <laughs> down the streets looking for dope and met a group of boys who promised that had s- uh, who promised they had some at their house. Hendrix went with them, but when he got there, they locked them in a room and called his manager demanding ransom money. Hendrix's manager, though, set a mob. Sent a mob enforced named Joe. Wait, there's so many typos. Joe. On yeah, uh, it's not. It's it's supposed to be enforced. What, like what is what is? Where are you getting this from? I'm getting this from. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to cite this. It's a. This is from Listverse. A oh, fucking Listverse is like good for information, but like trying to read it. Yeah. It like gives me a stroke every time. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let me let me. Hendrix's manager though sent a mob <laughs> enforcer named Joe Roberts after. Holy shit, anyway. so this businessman is like fucking villain, yeah. criminal, go criminal, save the day. Yeah. yeah, All those guys were hooked up to the mob. <laughs> yeah, I know. Point, man, back when the mob was, was cool was and cool shit. Was cool and shit. Um, but yeah, like in the sentence it says mob enforced, see this. not mob enforcer. Um, Don't fuck me up. Uh, where, where is it? Oh, God. Uh, read. He was walking down the streets looking for dope. Not that one. Hendrix's Hendrix's manager, though, sent a mob enforced. Yeah. Name. What a jackass. What a jackass. Who wrote that? I don't know. Kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Robert scared the kids into letting Hendrix go and then gave them, in his words, a beating they would never forget. Oh, he fucked them up. Damn. <laughs> uh, Hendrix, though, didn't seem phased. How old are the kids? Like 13? I don't know. I'm ge- <laughs> no, I'm guessing they were probably like uh, teenagers. Probably, no, like, probably like 18, 17. They might have been our age because like 24, 25 yeah. is still like kid. Kid, yeah. It was like, oh, dude, fucking, we're 13 and that's Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Let's steal him. <laughs> 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 we should do that. We should go like to. to Find Jimi Hendrix. LA. No, no, somebody else. It's like we sh- we can go to LA. It's drugged up. Dru- find somebody that's drugged up. We can be like, oh, shit, there's Lil Wayne. <laughs> it's wheezy. It's wheezy. Um, Hendrix, though, didn't seem phased. Robert said, Jimmy was so stoned, he probably didn't even know he was ever kidnapped. I believe that, though. Isn't that? Is Honestly, have you ever been, like, blacked out in public? Uh, I have. No. I have a lot of many times. You uh, From alcohol? Alcohol, yeah. Where was this? Uh, So, one time... First time I went to a club, we 
four of us tried some Avion tequila and we finished the bottle. Yeah. If you don't know about Avion, it really goes down smooth, but it like tastes it tastes like water. Yeah. But it hits you in a in a little bit, you know. Gotcha. So we I drank like a quarter of that, that yeah. bottle because we were all splitting it. And then I had a beer and right when I got to the club, right before big security officer was gonna pat me down, it all hits me. <laughs> And I black out and black in. I remember like blacking out, dancing with a girl, blacked in, buying cigarettes from some guy in the in oh, the you bathroom. Cigarettes? Yeah. Did you smoke back then? And or? then I blacked out and blacked in, smoking the cigarettes <laughs> outside. <laughs> um, I remember at one point they had flashing lights, and I thought I was like dying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another time I was in New Orleans. Fucking. We said we weren't going to drink that much. Yeah. Because we were going to be on a plane the next day and we didn't want to be hungover. And uh, the last bar we went to, the girl's like, free shots for you guys. And then it all went downhill. And I don't know if I told it. I might have told this story to you. I don't know if I told it on the podcast. No. It was, we were walking back to our hotel and uh, some guy's like, hey, what have you guys been doing here in New Orleans? I'm like, ah, oh, we went to a World War II museum. It was pretty tight. And he's like, World War II museum, that sounds boring. I'm like, nah, you don't get it. Like, Holocaust, not cool. <laughs> no one liked the Holocaust. Museums, they're pretty cool. Like, people like museums. Put them together, all right, time. <laughs> and I don't remember any of that. <laughs> so, like, I could definitely see like just waking up yeah. and have like an entire kidnap situation happen without you knowing it. Yeah. You know? I haven't I've never been like I've never blacked out, but I I have been so stoned that I thought that I was one of the zombies from 28 days That's later. That's pretty interesting. Um I, I didn't attack anybody, yeah. but I it was late at night and I was in my room. <laughs> it was it was happening, and I just sort of like sat out and yeah. was like, ah. I remember one time at a party, like you and I, we knew each other, but not we knew each other to where we were friends, but yeah. not close. Yeah, yeah, close, close. Um, it was like the last. It was one of those times we thought we weren't gonna see each other ever again. Yeah, and you were like fucking high as shit. When what? Uh, <sighs> it was your graduation. Not like, your graduation was party. Was it at Dion's house? I think house? it was Dion's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and you're yeah. like, don't remember me this way. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling everybody that. Yeah. <laughs> remember me for who I was, <laughs> not for what I've become. Because <laughs> I remember, like, I was only at that party for a little bit because I, uh, I went to another friend's. Yeah graduation party because yeah. I, I knew him for like a like a long time so i needed to go see him yeah yeah i yeah i remember i <laughs> dion has told me that i was uh sitting at a couch and i had outside yeah. outside and i had two plates full of cheetos in both of my hands i remember like i vaguely remember you having some kind of food yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was telling everybody that i told cat that Cat Santana, she's a Kat friend Santana, of ours yeah, from yeah. Uh, Long Beach. I, like, I kept telling her, like, don't, rem- don't remember me. Don't like remember this. me. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was, like, chilling. Like, I think she was drunk, too. Yeah. She was, like, I had one of, she very brought, awake. She brought one of those uh, those rings that uh, 
to get like a dollar store. Purity ring? No, no, no. Like <laughs> like the, the grape rings, like the apple, like gummy rings, sour gummy rings. Oh, oh. Yeah. You know, you said rings and I was thinking yeah. finger and shit. Fing- <laughs> <laughs> Has <laughs> the pain pill set in now? I'm just a little. T- I think they have. I'm just tired. You know? We have, we have Victor at the dentist. <laughs> Now I'm gonna start asking you uh, these the tough <laughs> questions. Yeah, we're gonna get deep into. Yeah, I'm gonna shit. be like, "What yeah. do you think about abortion? Yeah. What do you think about racism?" I and then I'm just gonna lie to you too. I'm gonna be like, "I heard that you're not a fan of uh, the uh, Roe v. Uh, Wade Roe v. Wade and the Emancipation Proclamation." And I'll be like, "You know, I don't remember saying <laughs> that, but I probably have." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, she brought one of those rings, and it had like THC, and it. it was cool. It was fun. <laughs> It was fun. That's what got me fucked up. Dude, yeah, she I, she didn't... She got me fucked up. Granted, it was my fault. Yeah. Because I was like, I'll have one more shot, and then I'm going to sober up to drive home. Yeah. And this girl, I had like one of the big red Solo cups. Yeah. She, she just dumped it so that the red Solo cup was full. I'm like, all right, this is a shot. <laughs> After I'd been drinking, yeah. and then like I went outside, and Cat gave me like a hit. I'm like, uh, I can't, you can't, I can't drive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Someone got crossfaded. Yeah. That's like uh, CrossFit, but with drugs. With drugs, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go, Elvis. You know, you know Elvis, right? Elvis Presley, the, the king of rock and roll. White dude who stole. Yeah, stole, stole music. All, he stole uh, Chuck Berry's and uh, Little Richard's music. Skip this one. I don't. I hate. <laughs> <laughs> this one's pretty good. It's, it's interesting. El- this they can make a movie out of this. Yeah. Uh, Elvis got a narcotics badge so he can travel with drugs. <laughs> uh, there is a famous photograph of Elvis Presley shaking hands with Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon in the White House. It's this one right here. I think people have seen it. On yeah, the I've Twitter. seen that one. Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, it's a baffling picture with an even crazier story. Elvis, during that meeting, told Nixon, "I'm on your side." He claimed he'd been studying drug culture and communist brainwashing. <laughs> drug abusers and the Beatles, the two agreed, were spreading an anti-American spirit across the country. It's hard to imagine one of the biggest figures in rock and roll being so strongly against drugs, mostly because he wasn't. Elvis, at this point, was already heavily addicted to prescription drugs. He was at the White House because he wanted to do more drugs. Elvis wanted a Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs badge. His wife, Priscilla Presley, explained, with the federal narcotic badge, he could legally enter any country, both wearing (laughs) guns and carrying any drugs he wished. After telling Nixon his worried his worries about drug cultures, Elvis asked the Nixon. El- oh my God, this sentence is so bad. Like, Elvis, I'm gonna read it as is. Elvis asked the Nixon. Yeah, Elvis. After telling Nixon his worried about drug cultures, Elvis asked the Nixon for a badge. Let that sink in. Uh, Nixon com- promised he'd get him one, and Elvis, surprised that his plan had worked, <laughs> got so excited that he hugged the president. A few years later, Elvis, with his Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs badge still on him, died of an overdose on the toilet. Was yeah, it I was going to say it was on the toilet. It was, was it an overdose or was it a heart attack? I mean, like, you could die of a heart attack yeah. due to an overdose, you know? Isn't every death that occurs basically a heart attack? Even if, like, you get shot or decapitated or an overdose because your heart stops and that's... That's a heart attack, right? Well, okay. 
<laughs> if I take a shotgun and like blow your brain off, yeah, your heart will die because you don't have blood. It's like. <laughs> Like, is it not like if my head's cut off yeah, and my heart stops, the doctor's not going to be like, ah, heart attack. <laughs> it's going to be like, shit, this dude doesn't have a head. That's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I just love your face. Your, your answer that you're all like, fucking idiot. Oh. <laughs> like, what? Like, if it's like an OD. Yeah. It's usually because of an overdose, unless you have a stroke in which your brain stops. Yeah, that's true. Fucking, did you hear Elvis's favorite food? Yeah, it was it was a sandwich. Yeah. that had peanut butter, bacon, bacon, banana. I think banana was in there. Yes, and I think like it was deep fried. It was not deep fried. It was like fried. Yeah, like like a like a. Like a good grilled cheese, yeah, kind of shit. Yeah. And yeah, he would eat those on on the reg. And he'd shoot televisions when he was mad. Would he? Oh yeah, you didn't. Hear, that was like a pretty famous one. Damn. Where he's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm Elvis Presley. He wasn't, <laughs> <Brit> <laughs> he wasn't British. Off to be cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> Going to jerk off in front of. Come on, you lot! <laughs> Whip your willies out! <laughs> yes, yes. The rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. What else we got? Uh, I look like John McCain, by the way. You look like. How do you look like John McCain? I've got this cheek that's like just bulging out. You know. <laughs> I do don't you see it? I, I looked at myself. I'm like, yeah. Maybe the glasses. I think I've seen John McCain with those glasses. Probably. I don't think you look... <laughs> okay, yesterday my cheek was worse. Okay. Yesterday you looked like John McCain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say that earlier when it was more relevant, but yeah. I forgot, and I brought it up now. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> hey, uh, any listeners out there, if you guys can draw Victor as John it's McCain, John McCain. Um, I'd love you forever. Uh, Willie Nelson. You know Willie Nelson, right? Yeah. You know uh, Willie Nelson's favorite plant, right? the ganj yeah he's a big old weed smoker uh so big that uh willie nelson rushed into a burning building to save a pound of weed no shit he did that uh in 1969 <laughs> before he was a superstar willie nelson's house caught on fire his <laughs> friend called him and told him what was happening how did it catch on fire if i can ask i don't know dude uh, i think maybe it was like electrical maybe he left like a candle okay, somewhere. Okay. uh Mysterious, mysterious. Someone's trying fire. to kill him. Yeah, someone's trying to murder him. Uh, a friend called him and told him what was happening, and Willie rushed home as quickly as he could. It wasn't so much that he was worried about his property. He had a pound of weed in there, and he didn't, he didn't want it to be found out. The house was completely in flames when he got there, but Willie Nelson bravely rushed in to save his marijuana. I wasn't being brave writing in there to get my dope, he later said. I was trying to keep the firemen from finding it and turning me over to the police. He passed the, <laughs> he passed the drugs off to a friend who helped him hide it before the firemen got in. He managed to save his guitar as well, but hundreds of demo tapes were lost in the fire. Oh, no. oh this sucks. Yeah, yeah. it does suck. 
afterward, though, Nelson took the fire as a sign from God and moved to Texas, where his career really took off. Okay. Okay. Uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, he uh, It's probably not God. It's probably the weed. Yeah. He moved to Texas. Um, a few years later, he was famous enough that he barely had to hide his pot habit. And in 1977, Willie Nelson climbed on top of the White House with Crosby, Stills, Nash, and President Jimmy Carter. Four musicians and a president smoked a joint on the roof while Secret Service guarded them. Yeah. Is that a real story? Is that true? That's fucking crazy. Should I look it up for you? Uh, Can you? Yeah. Um, That's a sitting president smoking weed. Johnny Carson. Carson. <laughs> Wait, who am I looking at? Jimmy Carter. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh God. Um. Did you hear, like, the uh, 11 U.S. presidents, Johnny, uh, put weed, weed, Willie Nelson. Jimmy Carter, Willie Nelson, weed. I have two things to comment on that story. What is the one uh, of those two things, Victor? W- one, remember, yeah, here it says real clear politics, which, whatever. Like, once you get to when Jimmy Carter hosted Willie Nelson 38 years ago today, Jimmy Carter hosted a well-known house guest uh, and made him sing for his supper. Uh, um, hold up. Ah, uh, fuck, this is long. Oh, no. Let me just look up weed. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, dude. I wish I was there. Okay. I wish I was on top of the, the White House. The president wasn't on the White House roof smoking weed with Willie on September 13th, which is just as well. More worldly souls than Jimmy Carter have tried and failed to hang with the singer in that pursuit. So I, I think it's like one of those Is it like myths. an urban legend? Yeah, I think it's a legend. I like to believe it's true. From this one is like, uh, I don't know. I, I think, think I think Jimmy Carter is cool. I do too. He's he's cool. He he was kind of like not a good. I mean, he barely did anything when he was president. But now that he's he's not the president, he's doing a lot of shit, and he's old. Honestly, he's he's like a hundred something, and he's still going. Honestly, like no president is like that good. Like they can't do anything. Yeah, unless uh, there's you unless they do executive orders. That's a. Th- that's the thing. People, what people need to understand is we don't need great presidents. Yeah. The only great presidents are, I, f- I think, FDR, Abraham Lincoln, and George Washington. And the only reason why they're great is because during that time, uh, there was either a, a war. They needed to be great. And they needed to be great. Yeah. Like, y- they needed somebody to have, like, the... The circumstance. Yeah. Have the confidence, the balls to, like, get everything together and keep it yeah. together. Like, now, we just need people to, like, Maintain. shut the fuck up and, like, yeah. stay out of the way, basically. Basically. And not and not collude with Russia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need somebody that's not going to fucking commit treason. Well, we have an email later in the show that's going to be about that. Oh, um, I can't wait. But anyway, I like the idea of Willie Nelson running into the burning building, like... Moving a baby aside yeah. and then picking up the <laughs> weed. <laughs> and you said, like, weed. You think weed is the thing that told Willie Nelson to go to Texas? I believe so. Did you ever hear that guy who, like, I think it was LSD? Like, maybe a mixture of drugs? <laughs> he started digging in his backyard and then a dragon told him to steal a tank from San Diego. Oh, yeah. So and they got footage of that. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> he took the tank and just yeah drove down the freeway. <laughs> and he he didn't make it out of that. I think he they didn't killed make, him. They shot him. Yeah. yeah. I've seen footage of that. It's the craziest thing in the fucking world. Yeah. Just but, a tank rolling down the streets of San Diego. But, like, the story behind it is, yeah. like, he was fucked up <laughs> and a dragon told him. <laughs> to steal the tank. To steal the tank. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. So. See, I don't want, I don't want, like, it, if I were to take, like, hard drugs or something, I would like to go on a very peaceful trip. Something yeah. that will maybe be a little enlightening i don't want to trip out and then get gunned down that doesn't sound like fun at all to me you got to do it with someone who's not gonna take the drugs yeah someone who can control the situation and someone's experienced too yeah that knows like oh like they're going through this it's they're going through this like and then because i was always told if i do it get my favorite pillow or blanket yeah so that you can like wrap yourself in yeah shock is a thing (laughs) Uh fuck like, I don't, like, okay, I'm, I'm, shock isn't a thing, but, yeah. like, when you're tripping out, you need something to, like, yeah hold you. And then um, bottle of water and someone who isn't on drugs that's yeah. going to, like, control the situation. Look after yeah. you. Call 911. If that's, what <laughs> <laughs> that's what... That's um, what... Well, he did call 911. Oh, Willie Nelson? Yeah. And he just went in there to get his... Uh, yeah, he... Yeah. His babies. Um... <laughs> Are you a fan of the Who? Yeah, fucking sorry. This Facebook group just oh the uh, the comedian nuts. Facebook group. Yeah, like what's the what's the name of the group right now? It's no exit. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, there's some of the Orange County comedians here have a well. I'm I'm sure a bunch of comedians have their own group chats. Yeah. Uh, we belong to a, a certain group chat that includes certain people, some of our friends mostly, and. Uh, there's every day it that chat blows up and sometimes it's the funniest things in the world and sometimes it's the most ridiculous things in the world um i turn off notifications for that chat i think you should too i check in on it I'm like at mad. least once or twice a day yeah i do too cuz like i i like leaving and then having a book to read <laughs> <laughs> like i like being in the group chat yeah. but it's like <laughs> it's just kind of not to stop yeah <laughs> but i like it a lot Sometimes I chime in. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'm just an active. Uh, I'm a lurker, and I see what's going on. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a it's fun times with that group chat. Yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody in that group chat would run into a burning building to save a pound to of save weed as well. Weed, yeah. I yeah. think so too. Good guys, all all of them, and gals. There's some gals in there as yeah. well. Uh, you so you're a fan of the Who, right? Yeah. Uh, are you aware that Keith Moon, their drummer, was insane? Like he was literally <laughs> crazy, insane. He would he took a shit ton of drugs. Yeah. And on the regular, when the Who was on was on tour and they would stay at hotels, uh, Keith Moon would blow up his toilet with uh, firecrackers every single time. He would blow up their toilets. Was he diagnosed with anything? I'm pretty sure he had something. I think he had like uh, maybe bipolar. bipolar. Yeah. yeah, that's he. He would do that, and he would also throw the TVs out the window. <laughs> and, uh, like, at that time, the, the Who was rich, so, like, they would just <laughs> pay the hotel back. But he would do that every single time at every like hotel the they room were at. Where Tommy yeah. was so throws it out the window, and then the TV just falls straight down. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how physics works. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau is a genius. But um, uh, Keith Moon... 
Keith Moon passed out on stage, so a kid in the audience finished his set. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, that's really... So he just went up on the stage and started drumming? Yeah, with the rest of the Who. So he was up there with Roger Daltrey... Uh, Pete Townsend. That 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 must have been like the night of his life. That kid for that kid. Did someone like take Keith Moon away? Yeah. Or was he just on the ground? No, the whole there time? there is there's footage of it. I've seen it. He just passes out and okay. he's at his drum kit, just like uh, a drum <laughs> kit, a uh, drunk kit. Yeah. Yeah. He's at his drum kit, just <laughs> knock the fuck out. And so you have a couple roadies come <laughs> pick him up. And move him aside, and then the kid takes his place. What was he on? Tranquilizers. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. In San Francisco in 1973, Keith Moon got ready for his set by washing down a fistful of horse tranquilizers with some brandy, like you do. Uh, Then he got on stage in front of the audience and did his best. When the tranquilizers kicked in, though, Moon struggled to keep up with the rest of the band. He lagged behind them, sluggishly tapping the (laughs) drums... Until, in the middle of Won't Get Fooled Again, he fell asleep on stage. The group dragged him off the stage while Pete Townsend sheepishly told the audience, we're just going to revive our drummer by punching him in the stomach. They tried bringing Moon back out, but he couldn't do it. With Moon out cold, Townsend asked the audience, can anyone play the drums? We need someone good. A 19-year-old boy in the audience named Scott Halpin took them up on the offer. They brought the teenage boy up on stage, and he played the drums for the rest of the set. Keith Moon died of an overdose a few a few years later. Goddamn. A plaque in his memory was put up reading, There is no substitute, but as Scott Halp improved, you could pretty well replace him with a random teenager in the audience. <laughs> Fuck. I really... I'm sure I've said this one on the podcast, but I had a friend who was in a... Like, was at a concert. Yeah. And he saw a dude just fall down. Really? Like, fall backwards. And they're like, shit, dude, are you good? And he's like, he was on drugs. Yeah. He's like, I wanted the music to just take me away. <laughs> but the way it looked, he just like, yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like in Family Guy, where there's no frame of them falling down. It's just they're standing and then ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's hilarious. Damn. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about musicians is like, Especially if you're just an instrument guy, yeah, you can get people to replicate what songs you do. and shit. Yeah, yeah. like uh, singers, I think is different. Yeah, like I think what made uh, Keith Moon sort of uh, well known mm-hmm. is, is not only the fact that he was insane, and when when they would do shows, like he was very animated and stuff, and he would do yeah. crazy things on the drums, but also too that he, for all of those songs, all of those famous songs that the Who recorded, like My Generation and Bob O'Reilly and won't get fooled again. Right. He came up with all those legendary drum beats. Okay. He yeah. was a guy that sort of like created that. And while he can be replicated, in the end, he was a dude that ushered that, well, that in. Because, like, I mean, in terms of that's why you have like tribute bands. Yeah. Because they can replicate the songs, but they can't make they can't make it new music. Yeah. You know, and there's like there's a difference. There's yeah. a difference between like imitating art and creating it yeah you know so definitely that's, definitely uh, that's the difference i think uh the way keith moon died was um i think that i read it somewhere but he on the night he died he asked his girlfriend to make him steak and eggs and she said no Hell and then yeah. he threw a plate at her oh she shit. left he take he was on 
pills to treat his alcoholism. He he took 14 of those, watched the Buddy Holly movie with Gary Busey, and then died. He took pills to cure alcoholism? Yeah, that was back in the 70s. I don't know. They were trying stuff, I think. <laughs> they were trying pills. Because I know when you're on, like, heroin, they'll give you a bit of, like, maybe Methadone. More, yeah, something like that. Something yeah. that's, like give similar responses to the brain but isn't as addicting to wean you off. But yeah. Alcohol, you either wean yourself off or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Are you piss in corners for the rest of your life? Yeah. Yeah. Did that really happen? Uh, no, that didn't happen to me. Oh, I've, okay. ju- I've just seen people <laughs> piss in corners because they're just so drunk. Because I, like, I did that the other day, but... You pissed in a corner? I pissed on a wall because it was either deal with going into a bar that did not want me oh you you out in public yeah right? okay yeah oh I'm oh talking you're talking about like drunk people that piss in corners in their in a house. house i've never done that no yeah i don't i don't think i've pissed myself in my house <laughs> what's going on in the nothing group it's just like <laughs> it's just on like <laughs> we love you no exit group chat never change you're oh. probably gonna change your, the name tomorrow no yeah yeah um, I've never like pissed myself like done that, you know. Yeah, I think if I ever do piss myself, and I'm either like inebri- inebriated or on something, mm-hmm. I'm going to stop doing that thing. Whatever it is, yeah, because I don't, I don't want to. That's embarrassing, you know. Yeah. I'm, I feel like a child, yeah. basically a toddler, like a child. Yeah. So fuck that. What else? What what are, what are we on? Time? Uh we are uh, 48 minutes. Holy shit, this is gone by. Uh we'll probably do two more and then we'll call it a day. How, How many are sound? there? How many fucking There's 10. I've just read uh my favorites. Uh right, cool. <laughs> and we'll end it off with two of my favorites cuz this sounds ridiculous. I this hope I hope all these stories are true. <laughs> uh a Red Hot Chili Pepper song has a line that is only there to bribe a drug dealer. Uh, when the Red Hot Chili Peppers recorded their album Freaky Styley, they enlisted the help of legendary funk musician George Clinton and a mountain of cocaine. There were drugs everywhere in the studio, so much that when Anthony Kiedis tried to spend two weeks sober to record his vocals, he described it as deciding to be celibate when you're living in a brothel. That cocaine, though, had to be paid for, and George Clinton ran out of money fast. His drug dealer, a man named Louis, kept showing up and threatening him. Clinton blew him off until Louis showed up with henchmen. George, I'm serious. Man, you're going to have to make good before I can give you anything else, <laughs> Louis told him. Did he have a Texas accent? A vaguely <laughs> Texan accent? Uh, No, that's okay. just something I decided to give the character. You okay, know? yeah. I was, just, I was just feeling it. Just man... You man. gotta. You I gotta. only reason why I said man because for some reason, uh, the word many is in that sentence. What the fuck? It, let me, George. I'm serious. Many. You're going to. So that's why I added the man. See, Just they p- added a Y. Another again. typo, brought to you by Listverse. Yeah. Um, where was I? Oh, uh, I didn't bring these guys for show, and if they have to hurt somebody, dot dot dot. God damn. Clinton, Clinton didn't have any money, but he offered Louis a part on the album instead. The band let Louis record the line, Look at that turtle go, bro, at the start of the song, Yertle the Turtle. And yeah. he kept Louis happy enough that he kept the group supplied until the album was done. Holy shit. 
Imagine that, dude. Imagine it. Yeah. It's like if you have tax trouble, mm-hmm. and you know you you got you make music. Yeah. Just tell the IRS, man. Hey, man, just <laughs> I got you. Drop some bars on my song, and then you everything will be fine. <laughs> then you'll be chilling. <laughs> it'll be chill. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That sucks though. <laughs> That's what you get when you when you're on cocaine. When you're on cocaine, yeah. I mean, I can imagine things sucking. Yeah. When you're addicted to drugs. Yeah. Because I was addicted to drugs. <laughs> but I found out today. Yeah. I didn't know that. I did a lot of weird shit. <laughs> like, I remember, like, I was in class. Yeah. And I just started talking to myself. <laughs> and the, I was, like, whispering to myself. But, like, the people around me were like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on? <laughs> so, yeah. What would you say to yourself? I don't You don't remember? I was on drugs. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, and it's shit. not like I didn't want to b- do them. It was yeah. like prescription shit, you know? It's just, yeah. Yeah. Just throw a bunch of drugs at you. And that's what, that's what, what the corporations want. Yeah, that one <laughs> family that, or that one family, I forget. But Which family? They, they basically own all of the, the, the drugs that are like synthetic forms of yeah. opium. Um, I forget their name, though. But all of that opium. The Johnson and Johnson family. <laughs> no, it's some. It's there's some. There's some other family with some other name. But yeah, the o- they're profiting from the God the damn, crisis from the opium crisis. Yeah, yeah. so it's a uh, sad dude. If yeah. he, hey, and just letting you guys know, if you guys got if you guys got any issues with like addiction and stuff, uh, you guys should seek help for that. And I'm not making a joke. I make yeah. a lot of jokes, and I'm really facetious on this podcast sometimes. But uh, no, if you got if you got a problem, you should and. There's a hotline There's for you. There's a hotline for you. There's a support system. Uh, get yourself some help. Yeah. All right. Last one. Last one. And right. then we have an email. Yeah. Uh, David Bowie does not remember recording Station to Station. Station to Station is one of David Bowie's most popular albums, and he doesn't remember a thing about recording it. <laughs> I remember working with Earl on the guitar sounds, Bowie has said, and that's about all I remember of it. I can't even remember the studio. I know it was in L.A. because I've read it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was a strange period in Bowie's life where, fueled by cocaine and amphetamines, he grew a strange obsession with fascism and the occult. In interviews, he started saying strange things like, I think I might have been a bloody good Hitler. I'd be <laughs> an excellent dictator. Uh all that, though, was coming from the drugs, which is which his collaborator, collaborators described as essential to the process of making the album. What makes an excellent dictator? I don't know, dude. I guess it's... Uh, I mean, I, we can start with not gassing people. Not gassing people. Uh, I think what basically be... Dr. Doom is a pretty good dictator. Yeah, but are we saying like that dictator as in uh, they're bad? And like they had, they control, That's they rule true. with an iron fist, or like a good dictator where you're you're completely in control, completely in control, but you, but the people like you, yeah, you know, because Doctor Doom is the second one. He's and people like him. Yeah, he's from what country is he from again? Latvia. Latvia, I think. And that's made up, right? There's no. It's Latvia. like there's no. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think they could take a country and be like, "All right, Doctor Doom's <laughs> Doctor Doom in charge now." Like. <laughs> 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 That'd be just incredibly insulting. Yeah. It's like, but Latvia's like fucking 
middle like middle eastern european yeah just generic town kind of thing yeah so yeah it's like that town borat's from yeah exactly yeah 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 in kazakhstan uh yeah i don't know i think uh maybe francisco franco was a good t- dictator because he was like he was a dictator in this sort of fascist way like yeah mussolini and hitler was but i guess like his people, people liked no. him. Well, there was no, because they fought back against him. They sure did. I don't know. I, I guess moral of the story is don't be a dictator. Yeah, be like, you know, you guys, I'll be here to like stop murder and shit. Yeah. But like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to like. I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to kill you. Yeah. Like, not like that guy in the Philippines who's like killing drug dealers and stuff. Yeah. Duarte. That guy's a bad bad dictator or like he's technically a president but he's actually a dictator or like Mao Zedong yeah or something it was, it was like, like the premier but um, he was a dictator and I also heard like Stalin would just erase people from photos yeah <laughs> yeah Stalin was probably worse than the Holocaust dude he killed a shit yeah, ton of people shit ton of he's people he's making a comeback <laughs> like I'm as, not even joking as Vladimir Putin well no as like people from what I've heard, yeah, some Russians are like Stalin was pretty cool. Yeah, that's why the uh, the movie Death of Stalin was blacklisted from Russia, and like anyone who was involved with that movie yeah. cannot go speaking, <laughs> to Russia now. Speaking of dictators, it's, that's all, Mr. Putin, dude. Vladimir Putin is trying his very best to uh, make what he's white people like him, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or I, I read this too, like white people, he's so somewhat popular in Russia is that yeah. he's bringing all of like the glories of Russia. Yeah. Like like victory over the, the Nazis in World War Two. Yeah. And all that. He's trying We're to gonna ha- make Russia great again. Yeah, basically. Essentially. And that's what people like because Russia's been down for like a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing but like starvation and suffering from like the the common people and he's Because like if anything stopped World War Two was Russia. Yeah. You see the desert like and granted, like Russia was part of like was on Germany's side yeah. through a lot of the war, but like you see how many people died yeah. in the Russian army and it's like fuck against the Nazis. That's a lot of people. Yeah. So But I, I don't like this politics talk. I I fucking hate Vladimir Putin, dude. He's such a fucking bully. You might like him when we read our email. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, let me finish up this whole. Up. <laughs> what the fuck were we talking? About? Oh, how David Bowie was. Uh, oh, he wanted to be a dictator. Yeah, he wanted to be a dictator. Uh, all that though was coming from the drugs, which is collaborator collaborator described as essential to the process of making the album. The most disturbing thing that can happen in the studio is have to go to sleep if you're on a roll. Guitarist Carlos Alamar explained, "If there's a line of coke, which is going to keep you awake <laughs> until 8 a.m." Oh, my God. If there's a line of Coke which is going to keep you awake until 8 a.m. so that you can do your guitar part, you do that line of Coke. Yeah. Bowie himself didn't think the cocaine was such a good idea. He barely ate or slept during the sessions and at his darkest point withered down to 80 pounds. That whole time is a blur topped with chronic anxiety, he would later say, looking back on it. I could have easily died. You do lose your appetite when you're like... On drugs and on shit. On drugs? Yeah. I would imagine. Unless you're on, like, weed, then you're like, Ugh. Everything is give like... Give me some Hot Pockets. Give me some Hot Pockets. Yum, 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 yum. 
I think though that's really sad <laughs> that you do so much so much drugs that you forget a point in your life. That's how Stephen King was. He fucking I don't think he does not remember two books. I think it was It and Cujo or something like yeah. that. You just that's fucking does crazy. not remember writing those. Yeah. And those are well known books of his. Yeah. Like some would say like Stephen King staples, especially yeah. it. Yeah. And you remembered like the whole process of creating that? That's like don't f- don't fucking quote, sad. Don't quote me on the books, but yeah. it was like one that was bigger that everyone knows and one that's like smaller but still most people know it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean if I was if I was him I wouldn't know like what it would be like the the what I was going through. Imagine you not remembering your Netflix stand up special. Yeah, dude. And be like, Whoa, I did that. Or like like eventually I will want to make movies. Imagine like me not rem- remembering making a movie. Yeah. That sucks. That would suck. Because again, like I said, when you're old and you're you can't move anymore <laughs> All you have is your memories. Your memories, yeah. And if that goes away, fuck that, dude. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck <laughs> that, bro. Fuck that. <laughs> um, yeah, that sucks. So stay away from drugs, guys. We have an email. Yeah. If you want to hear it. Let's hear that email. This is from Chris. I love how like that thing is kicked in and now... Your voice is really soft. I also like and slow. It's just and sing songy. It's hard for me to move my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> um, this is the uh, title. <laughs> 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 title of the email is "Active Measures," and it's from Chris. Yes. Nice, nice job on the podcasts. It keeps me company at my night shifts. Lol. I'll may I'll maybe do the Kenny Brown challenge erotica, so I'm looking forward to a new email from him nice. doing a nice erotic thing. Check out this quote unquote documentary, and he puts a link. What's your take on this forty years interference? Okay, I'm gonna read the link. It's a Wikipedia article. Gotcha. Of the documentary Active Measures. Active Measures is a uh, should I do this? Yeah. Active Measures is a 2018 documentary film by director Jack Bryan. It suggests that Vladimir Putin is behind a 30-year history of covert political warfare. Oh. Soviet and Russian security services, and then and some shit, use the term active measures for the political warfare to influence the course of world events in addition to collecting intelligence and producing politically correct assessment of it. Director Jack Bryan is the son of... Okay, I won't give a fuck about that. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck is Jack Bryan? Um, Okay, on August 6, 2018 on CNN, Bryan said that Trump in 1984 sold five Trump Tower condos to a Russian mobster named David Bogotin BBC Newsnight reported on Donald Trump's business links to the mob in March 2016. On August 2nd, 2018, on MSNBC's Morning Joe, Brian claimed that Trump resorted to Russian money after bankruptcies at Trump properties in the 1990s that made it hard to get loans from American banks. But Trump only around 2002 began involvement with members of the Russian mob. Oh, on May 8th, 2018, CBC Radio's Day 6, Episode 388, reports that after the bankruptcies, Bayrock Group, a real estate f- 
firm with Russian backing moved into Trump Tower. Its manager was Felix Sater, a convicted felon, a childhood and childhood friends with Trump's former attorney, Michael Cohen. Quote, quote, they went on their first date together, Brian says. They did a lot of business together. <laughs> the film includes interviews with people such as, and then there's a list of people I couldn't give two fucks about. <laughs> anyway, his question is, what's your take on this 40 years interference since the 60s? It feels unreal and unbelievable. If so, is Russia the underdog hero of United States for revealing for revealing the U.S. ugly true nature, or are you in the stage of I don't give a fuck about <laughs> politics anymore? Sincerely, Chris. Uh, thank you for the letter. Thank I think you, this Chris. was in response to the um, the conspiracy theory podcast. Uh, yeah, because this is definitely more of a conspiracy. Yeah. Than like whoa, you know. <laughs> yeah. What what is your take? On um, this? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I there's some theories out there that say that Vladimir Putin's probably the richest man in the world. I believe that because of all like the he could. I think he basically owns all of the big companies in Russia. I mean, it's not a known thing. Yeah, but people say like he's that those companies are basically his. Yeah, and he gets all of the oil money all the resource money and shit and he's a, a billionaire a hundred times over. Yeah. He's like the Bruce Wayne of communism. Yeah. Yeah. Is it communism or is it just like, what is he, what does he believe in? I don't dude? even know what he believes in. Is it just like rush? I don't, I know if he's trying to bring Russia back to like prominence to prominence yeah. that they were a communist country during, uh, yeah. that shit you know I think he really wants Russia to be a superpower so he's just trying to focus on all the positive but yet in, in their history there's a bunch of negative and he's trying to wipe that clean and he hates gay people <laughs> yeah. fuck that guy we should challenge to Chris when you do your erotica definitely feature Vladimir Putin yeah yeah with like some gay sex or gay, some shit. Yes. Like Vladimir Putin comes in, he's like, I'm gonna fuck a dude <laughs> and then he blows a guy. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's pretty erotic. That's pretty erotic. And r- also write in how much he loves it. Yeah. How much he enjoys it. And then he like just takes a massive load. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it ends We with can email it to him. I'm sure he has <laughs> a public email. We could. <laughs> It just ends with uh, Vladimir Putin uh, taking a bunch of like bukkake shots. Yeah, yeah. Um, my take on this is definitely the latter. I think I quit caring about politics in like eighth grade. I I became. Or it was in high school. I became really disillusioned with politics after the twenty sixteen election. That's where I was all like, oh, fuck, whatever, fuck it. I was never. I guess I was in I was definitely a freshman in high school. I didn't mean eighth grade. Yeah. When I just I'm like, wow, this is meaningless. Yeah. <laughs> you know. After it was for me, it was uh, it was that I cared like a little bit, but once like I learned about like oh, uh, they got donors. There's yeah. so much money. Yeah. In Congress, all the lobbyists. The l- some lobbyists but that's been around. that are like super delicate. Yeah, it's been it's around. It's been around forever. And I, well, after I learned it's been around forever, I was all like, yeah. ooh, fuck that, dude. Like, that's just, that's the name of the game, you know? Yeah. 
Like that's the thing. Like money it's not makes the <laughs> world go around. World go any cabaret fans die. For me, I'm like, if you want to play the game, that's cool. Yeah, but I don't want to play the game. You need to. <laughs> you know how you win the game? Not playing. By not playing. Yeah, it's true. There you go. Like, gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like. There is one thing I like about the 2016 election. What's that? Is that for two years, people have lost their fucking minds. Yeah. On both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. They were, like, going insane. And I like that a lot. <laughs> like, what about it? I just like, like people being fucking morons all the time. Like, it's always been there. I think I said this to Tatiana the other day, where it's like, usually when a controversial figure gets picked up or whatever. Yeah. The crazy people come out. Yeah. Like this time, it's like the crazy has been coming out in people. Yeah. You know, like normal people have gone fucking off the handles. Yeah. And I really like that. So, yeah. You're pretty insane. That's, I hope that's not too controversial to say. No, it's not, dude. Okay. I, I don't give a fuck I about probably politics. Said them, I, I outed somebody for taking 600 shots of acid. Good for you. Good for me. <laughs> yeah. But it's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Everything will be fine. Like, really? Yeah. Because people thought the world was going to end when Obama got elected. Yeah. It's just now the other side got elected, and the world's not going to end. It's just... It sucks, though, that they're putting babies in cages now. Yeah. And it sucks that Puerto Rico drowned. But, um... I said my world. Yeah. My world's not going to end. Yeah. I don't give a shit about anyone but me. <laughs> I should be a politician. You should be. Because I don't care. Dude, you were in speech and debate. I was. It was it was That's what did it cuz I lied a lot and I would win. I'm like, "Oh, this is what politicians do." Yeah. They give lies to the masses. <laughs> did you watch have you seen that video of um Alex Jones confronting uh Marco Rubio? No, I have not yet. You I know that it, it exists. It's it's fascinating. Is it fascinating? Yeah. I know Roy Moore is trying to sue Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. For like ninety five oh million I have bucks. Not, I haven't seen an episode of Who's America. Yeah, I just Rudy. lost my Showtime, so I can't get. Fuck. I can't get. It's or on, no, excuse me. I just lost my Hulu, so I can't. It's get on Showtime Hulu, anymore. right? Be well, because Hulu has like Showtime now. Yes. So I'm gonna go to town on that. Okay. Bojack Horseman just came out, so I'm going to watch that. Yeah. And then I'm two episodes away from finishing Preacher, so I'm going to do that. Yeah. Oh. And I think I'm going to buy Monster Hunter World today. Yeah. Because I have, like, three friends who have it, and then that's a hunting party, and we can hunt monsters. There you go. Yeah. You know how I brought up the, the babies in cages and Puerto Rico drowning? Yeah. Like, every president is... I wish it's like Obama had his drones. Yeah, there was those wars in the eighties down in like fucking El Salvador with like the fucking drugs. It's like you can't, like you it, can't. essentially, a president is essentially if you are elected yeah. president. It's gonna sound maybe a little controversial, but and I've heard other people say this: you basically become murder. <laughs> You become a killer of some sorts, like you. Either by like not doing anything or by doing doing something, something yeah. you know. Um. 
funny how like yeah. they paint presidents as like, oh, these guys are like white knights. These guys are can do no wrong. No, man. There's a lot of things that go into be being president. And you do a lot of fucked up shit. And sometimes and you don't have to do it, and sometimes you do have to do it. And it's like when you see w- everything they promise and what they can't fulfill. Yeah, they they're really they're more of a glorified mascot for yeah the United States than anything. So it's like, why do I care about that? I'm scared about the people I don't know about, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because th- those are the ones running. Oh, fuck. That sounds <laughs> that sounds conspiracy theory-ish. What do you mean the, the, the ones that you don't? The people that, like, you're not paying attention to. Yeah. Like the... Yeah. <laughs> like, because president, everyone's looking at, yeah. you know? It's the people under him that are, like, running shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. I see that. Because you don't want... If you're running shit, you don't want people to know you're running shit. Yeah. Because then they're gonna, they're all right now. Everyone's yelling at Trump. Everyone's yelling. Everyone was yelling at uh, Obama. Everyone was yelling at Bush, but no one was yelling at like fucking fucking. I don't know. The, the manager at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Where are we? We're at one eleven. Because this this definitely went Feels, off. Yeah. The rails at least fifteen minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it though. I enjoyed this too. I think we we said some pretty insightful, uh, enlightening things. I think we entertained the, the masses. If you want to send in an email, go to where is it? Adventure, <laughs> adventure w v a d at gmail dot com. That is adventure w v as in Victor a and d as in Daniel yes. at gmail dot com. Uh, you can send in some erotic things. Er, send um, in your erotic uh, present conspiracies. President, if you have a conspiracy that also you can work into eroticism, yeah. that'd be cool. I think we should take those. I think we, if you got your own, fa- send us your favorite conspiracy theory or one that you crafted yeah. yourself. Yeah. We'll take those as well. Yeah, like if you have one that you don't, that you've never told anyone, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. And if you send us evidence, then we'll present the evidence. Yeah, like we'll argue your like side. a picture or something. Yeah, even though this is audio form, <laughs> maybe we, we we can put it out as a promotional image. Also, too, do we have guests coming in? Yeah, we have a. I think we have our next guest next week. Next week, yeah. Uh, I think that's happening. Uh, I'm really excited for that. Yeah, it's he's, he's a cool dude, cool I guy. Did I cut you off? No, 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 no. Oh, I thought no, you were yeah. gonna say something. No, well. Actually, I am. Oh. The thing I'm going to say is this. Follow at Mixed Comedy on Instagram and Twitter and uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, it's an Adventure is a mixed podcast. Mm-hmm. We are we fall under their network. Because I'm so of mixed race. Yeah, so that's you're of mixed race. That's how you fall in because yeah. you half white, half Mexican, so you fit, yeah. you fit the bill. Um, I don't fit the bill. I'm pure Italian. No, what the fuck? I'm not Italian. Aren't you Mexican? Yeah, I'm purebred Mexican stallion. Where the fuck did Italian come from? I think I was going to say stallion, and Italian <laughs> came out. I think I'm the... Uh, your uh, your loopiness is jumping it's off contagious. from you and it's coming to me. But um, yeah, follow follow us on... Follow Mix on social media. We got two shows this month. Uh, one on September 20th and the other September 26th. Uh, September 20th, uh, Chappelle Lacey is going to be headlining at the Rec Room for Mixed. And uh, September 26th, Ryan Sickler is going to be headlining 
uh, mix show at the rec room. So check those out. You and yeah. I were on another podcast. I yes, saw we were. Out. We were on the uh, the mix podcast. I guess the the flagship podcast for mixed. Yeah. And in it, we uh, talk about this podcast right here, um, how we met, friendship my stuff, my sex life, your sex life, <laughs> and yeah, good times. Yeah. I guess this is a good time to end it, man. Are you gonna send me something so I can promote that shit on my? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Kenny never sent you an image? I'll send you an image. Okay. I'll send you, you the thing that he sent me. That fucking bitch. That fucking. And according bitch. to Dick Boner, he's like super gay now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. See you next Bye. week. Bye.